Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, the guitar amp gets portable, sensors in your pocket, and a house you can fold up and drive away with. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out, find crowdfunding projects, and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who I know he enjoys teaching the more adultish level students. Yeah. But I learned that, no, he goes above and beyond his duties to go teach little ones to how to make digital media, the one and only Drew Tyler. I did recently. I spent uh, an afternoon with 80 fifth graders trying to teach them the joys of digital media. It was a trip. That was a trip. Did did you just like go and tell them, okay, I'm going to show you how to become a YouTube star because I am a YouTube star. When you say Drew Tyler, everybody knows who I am. I'm kind of a big deal. It was like (laughs) a week after I did the fifth graders, I did a career day at a high school. And those were kids that were like, hey, man, I've been trying to do YouTube for like a year, maybe 18 months, and nobody's watching my stuff. And I was just like, well, time to quit. (laughs) It's over then if you can't. You can't, can't get anybody can't, watching in a year and a half. You just do watch. That. Yep. I don't know. Don't tell me that. I've been trying for nine <laughs> years now. And nobody watches. <laughs> you do it because you enjoy it. It's cathartic. You don't need a viewer. I don't no, know. I had a good time. I had a good time teaching teaching little ones how to make movies. It was yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, I, I love the letters that they sent you. That, 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 that got to <sighs> be a cool thing, right? Because you probably didn't expect that. Uh, actually, well, I... I I didn't. I didn't expect it when it came in, but when she asked me, she was the teacher was like, "How much would you charge to come and you know give us a, an assembly of sorts? How much would you charge to come teach us this as the expert?" And I was like, "Well, you know what? I I, I usually ask for right." So I'm leading into this like money thing, and then I just said, mm-hmm. "I usually ask for some thank you notes. That would be wonderful." So th- then they carried through, and I got eighty <laughs> little notes that were all like crayon and crayola to markered up and i it was it was really cool to get that package because now i have them sitting all over my desk and whenever somebody comes in and goes hey can i graduate yet i'll be like hold on i need some i need some joy in my life I'll just <laughs> a little. yeah you're not graduating yet but hey this is nice <laughs> yay and you know when one of those kids becomes the next pewdiepie or something mm-hmm. they'll be like there's this man who showed up and showed me how to make my first video taught me everything <laughs> And you'd be like, yes, one of them that. made it. One of them made it, and they didn't even pay tuition. <laughs> I was surprised, though. I had I had several of fifth graders that said that they were cutting. One of them said they were cutting on Final Cut already. Uh, I had some in the career class that were saying that they had they they had asked for cameras for the last couple of birthdays and software. So they were like already starting their careers in YouTubing and. It's it's pretty cool. Ooh, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. They might even be a part of our sack of the week. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait till we yeah. get there. Yep. All right. So if you're this for your first time watching the show, first of all, welcome to the show. This I I mean, I I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. The reason I do this show is to hang out with Drew. It's true. <laughs> you know. That 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 so first of all, welcome and but you know, we enjoy that you guys like listening us ramble about spending money essentially thanks for, <laughs> thanks for joining us as we hang out <laughs> yep so but before we kind of go into our project tonight um if you guys don't know as the time of us we are recording this it is thanksgiving week in the united states which means nobody really wants to do anything as it's a three-day weekend for mo- or three-day week for most people some right, people right. it's a no day week <laughs> um, so not a lot of news but there's one big piece of news and um 
Drew, you're a teacher, so I understand if you don't want to jump into doing this. But Indiegogo, and we've been hearing them talk about this for quite a while, has finally announced their equity investing platform. So we've we've kind of heard of crowdfunding. There's actually two definitions of crowdfunding. The first is um, reward-based crowdfunding, which this show is entirely based on. Um, and the other one is equity-based crowdfunding, where you put money in and you actually get part of the company. Um, which is crazy to me. Yeah. It, so, and this this changed in 2012 when the United States passed the Jobs Act, allowing people right. to actually invest in companies in small amounts of money. Because it used to be you had to have like a net worth of a gazillion dollars and have a background, and you know, like you had to be a specialized person to be able to do this. Now it's allowing people to do it. And Indiegogo has friendly they part partnered up with a company called Micro Ventures um, and launched this new platform that you can go in. And find different pro- or different companies, learn a little bit about them, and um, decide if you want to back them or not. The minimum amount that you can actually back is a hundred dollars. So it's not, you know, this is not lunch money <laughs> that you're throwing away. Right. Else, and it's not it's not reward based, right? It's not like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get this. It's it's seriously, I want a piece of your company, and I think you're going to go places, and you can go hundred dollars or or more. Yeah, or more, and they'll, they'll have maximum limits based on you know goals, long term short-term goals, milestones, and things like that um, you can do. Drew, you and I, you know, we both work in the worlds of startups, so we un- we understand that this is very, you know, it's risky, so... <laughs> it really is. Like, I mean, in the world of, like, investments and, and seed fa- funding and rounds like that, uh, you have angels that are kind of like your in-between investors. First, you bootstrap, you go to family and friends, you pull in as much money as you can, and then the next level up is like, okay, I need a, maybe 100000 or 250000 and you go to an angel to kind of hand you kind of these smaller token amounts, and then you've got the big seed rounds where you're raising millions. But this, like the, the equity crowdfunding space, like Micro Ventures and what they've teamed up with Indiegogo, this like to me is like that, I don't know what you call this, like the wannabe angels? Like this is the little yeah, mini it's, it's, cherubs. Okay, so these are the people who, let, let's be honest, they're not poor, but they're not uber rich, but they're right. comfortable. Um, comfortable. And, and, it's a good word. And, That's a good word. Yeah, they're comfortable, and they have this extra money that they're willing to risk. Because, like I said, the minimum is a hundred dollars. So, I, I mean, I can't see somebody just with a hundred dollars going in. They probably have many hundreds of dollars to do this. Right. Uh, well, and here's what I love about what they've got the setup because this is not your standard setup for like projects. It's not like here's a reward tier and here's what you get. You know, here's what the project is made out of. If you get into one of these projects, and start looking. Uh, at least the one that I jumped on today was showing all kinds of like everything that you want to show to an angel. Here are my investment documents. Here's my company highlights. Here's the perks. Here's the overview. Here's my executive team. Right? It is like yeah, le- legit like S- straight up pitch deck. Yes. Um, yes. You know. Your 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 market projections, your you know information about your company and and the audience that you're trying to reach, and what you're going to actually do with the money in the next six months, and things like that. Um, you got you got to be a little bit more uh, as a project creator. You've got to be a lot more, I guess, in, informative and uh, in tune if you're if you're asking for people to come in as investors. Yeah. So yeah, like you literally will get part of the company when you back um, into the into these projects. Um, Drew, do you, like okay, in in a world where you were comfortable, I would say, and just had like a stack of hundreds that you could spend on this, w- would this be something that you'd be interested in looking at? Yeah, I think I would. Like, if I was in a place where, again, I I had free time and free money, I think it would be a fun. Like, this would be this would probably. <laughs> 
not to say that this would probably be like my, my gambling fix, but I would look through, <laughs> do a little bit of due diligence and check out some of these games, you know, the, the, either the, in the gaming section or in the consumer product section, look through something, find something that spoke to me like, yes, I believe you. I believe you're going places. And I'd, and I'd throw my $100 in the ring and wait for a couple of six months to see if it did anything. Um, yeah, I think this would be a fantastic place. I yeah. think it's a really wonderful way to go if, 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 if on the back end it's like, okay, I take my 1% and then I – cash out although i'm assuming this is really really long long term yeah and it looks like they're pretty varied i mean there's a video game that i can see there's a multi-sport mobile device connected athletic ball there's a distillery and there's a social media place for market collaborate for music collaboration distributions those are the ones i can see without signing up i didn't sign up because i'm like (laughs) yeah i don't want to tell you my net worth because it's embarrassing Uh, (laughs) (laughs) because they they wouldn't let you sign up like you don't have money. Uh, so. What are you doing here? Social marketplace for music collaboration and distribution. Wow, Beat Stars. That sounds fun. Yeah, I love this. I love this. This is great news. I think uh, there's space for it. Uh, I don't know how many of Indiegogo's like. Maybe maybe there are guys that are that are kind of running through Indiegogo and dropping large money on all well, kinds of projects. Th- there are because have you seen what some people do for like the movies and the music ones just because they want to update, beef up their IMDb profile. They'll go they buy in, their producer. Yeah, they'll go buy like the $5,000 producer level and add it to their IMDb so they can just beef that up. For no That's reason. hilarious. But yes, I don't yeah, I don't doubt it a bit. So, I mean, I, I imagine there are people there. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day you and I will start a company and put it on there and see if we can make something long-term. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, so that's our only piece of news today. Um, so next is our our uh, kick shouts, which are quick Twitter length shout outs. Um, I thought this was cool. They actually messaged us on Facebook. So if you guys ever want to be featured on a kick shout, shoot us a tweet, shoot us an email or shoot us a um, message on Facebook messenger. It's all, you know, whatever social media network slash kick cast. We're probably there or kick cast at ktdata.net. We'll get you there. But this one is, I, I kind of like it. It's called quick chess and it's not quick chess, the actual game. What they're trying to do is they're actually launching a project to take Quick Chess, which is an already established way of learning chess and teaching it to kids and stuff. It's actually pretty fun. I've tried it before. Um, to create a digital version of it so they can reach different people. So what 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 they want to do is, the guy's name is Joe who invented it, is he wants to be able to keep using Quick Chess to help a new generation learn how to play chess and teach them valuable skills like critical thinking, mentoring, and you know, help them out in life. Because oddly enough, chess does help a lot of people. So that is Quick Chess. Make sure you guys check them out on uh, Kickstarter. It's Q-U-I-C-K-C-H-E-S-S. And 25 years going strong, so I'm excited for that. Okay, so now on to our actual projects of the night. You got um, some good ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this first one. So, Drew, I don't know. Do you play any musical instruments? I can pick around on the piano. Yeah, okay. I can, I can talk um, around the piano. You know, ha- Have you ever been in a band? I have, I jammed once with some guys, but I've not been in a band, no. (laughs) Yeah, well, okay. So we'll we'll go back to your radio background. You've probably seen bands and stuff, and, you know, if if there's an electric guitar, you got to have, like, this giant amp or something that they have to bring along with them so you can actually hear them, right? Um, Yes, yes. That that's always that's always the big problem is you got this giant box that you have to attach and then you have you seen those complicated pedal boards some of the guitarists have oh yeah where yeah. they're just like stomping on things and changing the effects and crazy like that and it's just I'll tell you as a person who's 
kind of done the stage crew background stuff. That kind of stuff is cool. Pain in the butt to <laughs> to travel with and move around. Oh, I'm, yep. yep. <laughs> um, so our first project is actually called the Jamstick or Jamstack, and it is actually the world's first attachable guitar amplifier. I, I, I love this because I've seen other guitar amplifiers where you kind of have like another strap, so you're wearing it on the other side where you're not playing. This one actually attaches right into the little knob thingy that's at the end of the electric guitar that normally you put your um, guitar strap on. Strap on, right? So you take this place of the strap. Yep. Um, and I think they have another way you attach it. So you attach that, and then you can attach your phone to it um, and then hook a cable through the, through the microphone port. Sorry, iPhone 7 users. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and from there's the, a converter. Yeah, <laughs> there's a converter. And then from there, it will actually be your amp, and then you can actually run it through the phone and use the phone as your effects pedal. So you can have different effects. So you have a tube or a reverb or make it dirty, make it clean. Um, do so all the little of- thing on the end in the gem stack itself is is a, is a, a small speaker. Like, or, yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's an actual speaker. And then one one it has a port for your, your guitar input, like you know nor- a normal one where you'd plug into a different amp. And on the other side, you plug in your phone to it. Um, and then from there, it plays um, straight. From there, you you have an amp that's hooked up to your guitar. You don't have to have a long cable that's attached to it. Um, and like I said, wow. you can play all the different kind of things. And I know that when you use one of those full size amps, you can't really have it at low volumes, or it just doesn't sound good. Right, um, right. This was specifically designed so you can play it in, at any level. You uh, you know any audible level, so you can play it quiet. Um, or you can play it loud because one of the problems that you have if you want to learn the electric guitar is obviously you can't practice in the middle of the night when everybody else is in the house is sleeping, right? Right, right. Um, this, I believe, also has a headphone port, so which makes yep. it even cooler. So you just plug in your headphones and you start jamming in the middle of the night and practicing. You um, can hear yourself, and then then you could like get the full like get the electric guitar feel even i know they had a picture here of like being in the park or being out in public which really if unless you're busking you don't need to be shredding at the park but if you can <laughs> jack cool. your headphones you could you could really like jam or you can jam in your apartment and make it as rocking as you want and not bother anybody below you that this is a pretty cool idea yeah and, and rev makes a good point this is not like you're not going to go into a concert and just start blasting with this thing is this out but this is more basically for your own personal practicing or you know if you're just playing for like three or four friends that that probably work um i also like their smart smartphone mount that that comes with this because you can actually move it to different locations so say you're learning how to play the guitar you can move it so it clips to the um side of your guitar and you flip it up and you could have the tabs or you know the the thumb the the, um whatchamacallit's the uh finger positions Oh. Um, uh, while you're playing, so you can learn and play, and then you have your amp that's playing on top of that. Um, I really love it, and they've made it super light, so it works on most guitars. It doesn't work on those V guitars because, well, <laughs> there's no way no, it's attached to the end of the v, v guitar. But mostly your regular guitars, your Les Pauls or Gibsons, they all work, and they've made it super light, so it's barely noticeable from your normal guitar. That is cool. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I just think it's cool. And I love the smartphone integration so you can have all the different pedals and the different effects that you can play with. Um, cause I'm always a big kind of fan of that. So Drew, I know you don't play the guitar, but does this sound like if you, knew, I, if you knew a guitar player that just like, yeah. man, I can't practice this, this seems like the perfect fit for them. 
Well, what I love about it is it feels like it's got the. I do I do love a good sound of a guitar, like playing with the strings and making. It. So if somebody, if I'm near, you know, a friend's house and they've got their amp on and they're playing, I, I'll I'll take a guitar and stink, just dig around, see if I can make some feedback at least. Like I love that craziness. So I, this is a fun little project to say, make it portable. Take take a guitar, be able to play for people without having to plug into anything. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love it. I, yeah, I'd love to see you know you're just if you, say you're a student and stuff and just traveling from place to place waiting for the bus you know instead of just sitting there you could just bust out your guitar and start practicing it save some time so I, I really like it I love the portability of it and I also love that they designed it so it can be played at different levels um, instead of an amp where you, you crank it to eleven always right yes yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> okay so speaking of kind of learning and different types of that. Um, we're going into a realm our next project goes into a realm that i'm i'm more comfortable with because science is that's always been my safe place so um drew how about you introduce our next project so for the next project i have been looking at and i'll tell you how i found this project uh on the kickcast on the kickcast that's us on the kickstarter <laughs> page uh they had a list of, of projects that were live now remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago about live being live uh being able to go live on your projects mm-hmm. like live video. And so it had a list of some videos that were, or projects, I mean, that were live at that moment. And so I jumped in and watched their live stream. And the Pocket Lab Voyager was showing off one of the coolest things uh, that that uh, I, I watched the whole live stream. Me and about 80 other people, they were answering questions, they were talking about the project. And so it was just a really fun way to kind of catch. They've already hit their goal, it took them about two and a half days to get their goal. What is it, you ask? It's a rugged science lab that you can take anywhere and explore this kind of the world around you, they say, in your pocket or otherwise. So this little device, this and I, they have one before this called the Pocket Lab 1, but now they're making one called the Voyager and the uh, Pocket Lab Weather. And what they do is is like the Voyager version. It's Bluetooth. It's got onboard memory, a nice rugged case. It has uh, an IR range finder, acceleration uh, velocity, magnetic field, altitude, temperature, humidity, barometric uh, pressure, light intensity, and then there's the weather one that does dew point, heat index, um, and some of the other temperature types of things, humidity. So what you can do with that is c- you use the device to connect, like to collect this data, and then hook it up to something and read the data, or have it connected live to because it's Bluetooth, right? It'll be connected to your phone, and you get this real time feedback of things like acceleration or impact or height or altitude. So there you look at a picture of a rocket there. There's a rocket with a little payload section in the middle. Slide your um, Pocket Lab Voyager into the middle of it, launch it up, and then watch the data on your phone, just like all the information about how high it goes and and where it comes down to. Uh, for hikers and for people just walking around outside, they can te- I can measure temperature and pressure and light uh, all that stuff while they're hiking around different trails. I just, I, for me, it's this this idea that you have the ability to collect all kinds of crazy data, and it, their uses they have are really varied on their on their project. And I think that's why I really liked the project page itself because it showed so many oppor- like opportunities for understanding the things that you can do with it. Uh, but then in their live, they even showed some some other ideas and things that you can do with this device, like using the accelerometer connected to Scratch, the coding uh, program Scratch. Mm-hmm. 
So they built up a nice little Lego machine, connected it to their scratch device, and when you tilt your device back and forth to your pocket lab, you tilt it left and right, it could make your Lego machine drive forward and backward. Right? So it's oh, just kind of that, that cool like connectivity of things. They showed some cool stuff where they just they put it at the end of a racetrack and then they drop drop little cars down and they could measure the impact of the cars on this little device. And again, it has some of those kind of fun features that I think would be fun for that fourth, fifth grade of like, hey, I'm learning about these forces and, and the, the physics involved. And I can see the, the stats and the data, but they also have the, the ability to take some of that data and do actual like, hey, we need to we need to research this. We need to know this. And so the data is sound enough that you can use it for just about anything. Um, so I just wow, it's just kind of a fun Thing. And we've seen stuff before like this. It's just like, okay, I need I need a sensor. Mm-hmm. You know, I need I need a sensor that's Bluetooth. This just becomes like the the I love that it's just this lab, right? It's all this all kinds of data in this one little device that's really compact, really rugged. Um, but on top of that, they have um, they connect with Science Journal app and Google. They it integrates with Scratch and the Lego We Do setup. You can take this stuff and find other people around that are working on their projects and see what they've done. Ooh, that's like how great. they right? There's like almost a community there, so you can look into a to a map and it'll show you. Here are the people that have been working with their their um, pocket labs and things, and and you see what they've been up to and how they how they pulled it off. So it's kind of a fun way to share those things. But I just thought this was a really unique kind of fun way to to get people in, interested in that STEM, especially at that age, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. Put a couple of these in a classroom and be like, okay, what do you guys want to test? What do, what do you want to see? Well, let's find out how much, you know, how wet it is, or what the barometric pressure is day to day, and how that affects the weather, um, or you know, is determined. I, I just thought there was so many cool things that you could do with this. Yeah, no, I I love the idea of, and it, I love it how it's all self-contained because I kn- I know there are people out there going, Drew, but Arduino has all these shields that you can add to it and. You can, you know, do this right. with a Raspberry Pi and stuff. I'm like, right. yeah, sure. That's good for you and I who are a little bit older, understand a little bit more of the making scene. But for a little kid, having something just self-contained that you can almost just pop in and, you know, let it go, it, that's just amazing because I would have killed to have this when I was a little kid I, to understand some of the concepts they were talking about, you know, like velocity and acceleration, all of that. You know how I learned it? Sitting in but, front of a book and looking at a graph. <laughs> Staring at a graph, can you imagine being able to just pull one of these out and be like, "Hey, let's let's let's, let's make the graph right in front of you, so you can see Watch. the correlation between the two. I mean, I would have loved that. Yeah, as as so, a kid, Ugh. they've got even starter kits that'll come out there, so so you can even back it with things like uh, a temperature probe comes with light filters and experimental guide, uh, one that comes with a protective case and a carabiner for the outdoor one. Um, one that comes with activity and supplies and even coding challenges. Like they've thought of everything. Granted, they've done this before with their Pocket Lab, the original one. Uh, but this is like the the upgraded version using the you know more Bluetooth, more more data. Uh, I I think I just I love the live stream as well. The team was mm-hmm. there. They were answering questions. They were very engaged. They, they were prepared too. And that I think Absolutely. that's that's one of those things that if you want tips from us when you're doing live stream, be prepared. Have a plan on what you're going to do. Of course, allow for flexibility, but have a plan on what you want to show off too. Because I almost can guarantee you, and Drew and I, but you know, we've run into this where you just hit that one point, and then no one in the chat is saying anything, and you're like, "Uh, uh what do I do now?" 
these guys had a setup that looked good on camera. They had a guy that was kind of the main, like, driving, like, okay, I'm going to answer questions. But yet three of the other team members were in the shot and not, like, in the shot on top of each other. There's, like, two guys had the front and two two of their team had the back table where they were just demoing stuff and just showing stuff and talking about it and answering great questions. I, I thought it was just a fantastic uh, opportunity to kind of see it in action to see that they had, you know, their prototype and stuff working. So this is a definite back for me. The the pricing on this for, you know, for a kid to learn science, if you're looking at the weather one, uh, early bird price is around 68 bucks, And then early bird for the Voyager, which is the one that has a little bit more of the uh, impact and force stuff, is 118 Yeah. But that's, as a it's not, kit, right? It, yeah. It, and if you think about it, it's not that bad. A Raspberry Pi is $35. Sure. But then you got to add the sensors in. You got to add the you know other stuff. And then Arduino is definitely not thirty five dollars. I think it's already probably around the eighty dollar mark. So and again, you still need shields and stuff for that to add on to it. So I I think it's very competitive, and I love how it's expandable. It's not just a sensor that you only can use with their stuff. They've made it open. The Bluetooth stack is wide open, so you can integrate it even with the more complicated stuff. So. Say, the, you know, you get it for your kid and they're like, well, I'm bored. Is, you know, can I like, is there anything else? And you're like, oh, try it with the Raspberry Pi. And then he can figure, you know, your kid may want to learn how to integrate both of them. And now he has a remote sensor that he can use. Um, and it's, you know, he's yep. a little familiar with it, but he still can build on it. And I, 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 I'm a big proponent of that. You take something and you use it for what it's for. And then you just take it to that next level. That's your building block to your next step. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of having things like that because then, well, one, it ends up being cheaper, and two, it's a little bit familiar, but it forces you to think a little bit more outside the box, which is awesome. Which is awesome. So definitely back for me. I think I think these guys have, have, are doing it right. Like I said, they funded it in about two and a half days, and it's just it's it's looking it's looking good. Yep. The, this one this one is a total back for me too. Um, all right. So our last project of the night. Um, this one was voted by you guys. I was actually surprised. I'm just glad we we chose this one. I, I'm excited about this. <laughs> to one. See this one. So, um, Drew, you own a house. I technically own a house. Um, one of the problems with with that is it's there, right? It, yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I bought the land, and the house is where I live. Yeah, you're you're not going to travel. And what people tell me, and okay, I've done a little bit of it, but a lot of people want to do more of it is to travel, to go see the world, to have experiences while you're young, right? Right. I do right. Po- I do podcasts and live vicariously through Drew. It's it's the same. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> um, so um, the, our, our next project was created by this guy named Richard Perkin. He wanted to travel, so he quit his job and wanted to be mobile, but he had a problem. He wanted to go all to all these different places, didn't want to buy an RV, and he didn't want to buy a tiny house because that's a little static. He's thinking about a shipping container, but that's, that's heavy. super heavy and super expensive to move. Um, yeah. So he he started to put together this idea. What if he could build a house um, that was fairly good size, so not super tiny, um, that he could actually take with him on his trips, load it onto a truck, and just go. And so what he has come, what he's put together, and is not done yet. That's I was why say, he, it's not not too not too new of an idea to be like I'm going to have a, a house small enough to fit on a trailer. Yeah, but but, it, but this th- th- yeah, this house fits on a trailer. But it folds out, so he actually has more space. It's actually two levels. There's even a garden at the top. And he's what he has done is spent most of his savings to design this house that's built out of wood so it's sustainable. 
Um, and it's still a prototype, so he doesn't have this done. That's what he's actually raising the money for is to finish this prototype so they can actually make plans and sell that to different people. But he's built it out of wood. There's two levels, and it takes about 15 minutes to fold and unfold. Um, and he's done a lot of uh, um, fluid dynamics analysis to, to make sure this house can actually st- stand harsh winds and, and weather conditions. You can kind of see the picture right here where it shows you his proof of concept and he, him, him actually doing a fluid dynamic simulation to make sure this house actually can stand and not fall apart while you're living in it. Um, and there's a garden in the roof. He's he's tried to make it as green as possible. I mean, the bathroom is a compost bathroom. Um, and like, oh, there's a, you can see this video. Let me turn off the audio. But you can see him uh, constructing it. I thought where it's on the built on the house and you know they're slowly putting it together so he's that getting the coolest time lapse i love yeah. it he's getting pretty close to actually finishing finishing the construction but he's out of money now and he he wants to take it to that next level where it's fully viable and you can build more than one of these um uh out there so uh i don't know drew is this yeah, I, this, this something that you would want to do yeah, I believe if you if I remember right, if it was in the video somewhere, he says that it's about he's put about twenty thousand into it, or it's about twenty thousand to build the house. I don't know if that was like overall or where he was at right now, but he did mention like that's that's an affordable house, honestly. Yeah, like even for a tiny house, that's affordable. Eight hundred square feet is like what? What? Yeah, <laughs> you're like what? right because most of them are like in the hundred or two hundred square feet, and and to have an eight hundred square foot house that that folds so nicely, like that to me, like the the uh what do you call that like the the logistics to get that thing to like you know collapse in on itself and like in 15 minutes too it doesn't take like half a day i was like this is gonna take like a day to fold and stuff right brilliant though because it just seemed like to me that it was uh just like almost like fancy wood and metal origami or something like just so beautiful the way that everything worked i was really astounded uh at it and and uh, what I think is wonderful about this is that he's not asking for all all kinds of money so that he can, uh, you know, I guess ma- mask market and create and you know, you have a reward tier twenty thousand builds your own. He's he's selling the um, the plans. plans. Yeah, he just wants to finish. The, yeah, he just wants to finish the plans and the assembly instructions. He's like, well, maybe later on after we figure all this out, we may build them and sell them to people, but we just want to get this plan going and working. And making and somebody it else, yeah, yeah, have a couple people trying it out and making it. And uh, I absolutely, I love that time lapse. It was so cool to watch it like piece by piece come together because you see something this intricate. Well, it's moving, and the walls are coming down, and the ceiling's coming up, and it's expanding, and it's 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 just impressive to see to see it come together from like nothing. So, uh, I oh, wow, there's just a lot of coolness about this one. Not a lot of traction yet. It's got about three days in, it looks like, maybe, and, and yeah. only about four started, Yeah, he started about the 20th, and it's the 22nd as we record, so two days in. Um, yeah. And But he's only looking for $6,000, um, which I think is reasonable to yeah. blueprints and stuff. It's not like he's, I'm making a grand scheme of things and running off with all of this. This is one, if I was a cherub or a mini angel, <laughs> I would, I'd throw some money in this. This yeah. is the coolest idea. I would. I mean, just having a, a house that can... Fold up and 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 that's I don't know yeah. I would probably fold it up just because I can yeah I, <laughs> get I, everything I, out of it I'm gonna fold it I, I I could see driving around with this and be like I'm gonna go visit Drew um Drew I'm too lazy to drive can I set set up in your backyard <laughs> pull in the backyard and set it up 
Snowbirds would totally use this, I guess. You know, go to the warmer spots. I don't see this being like inclement weather type of house, though, but it's yeah, it does it's, look it's, like a nice. Like, he's he's tested it enough to make sure it can withstand strong winds, which that was my worry when I first saw it. I'm like, uh, wouldn't that just right. fall down? <laughs> right, right, and and the way that it's constructed, you got to wonder. You know, it's it's got a lot of folding hinges and parts. Where you know, how does it block the wind or the inclement weather? But I, having lived in houses in the Philippines where the most you get is rain. Uh, it took me almost a month of living there to realize something about the house I was in. I could see outside from inside. They had just, it was almost like barn style. Like the slats of the walls were straight up and down, mm-hmm. but there was not like ours where it's like, I've got sheetrock and then, you know, insulation and then an outer wall. Like yeah. it was just like living in a barn. I didn't, I didn't even realize it until <laughs> I'd been there for so long, but that's what I'd wonder about this one. Like there's gotta be some holes and, that- yeah, I, he was actually talking about in his risks and challenges is um, he, he so he's still trying to figure out how to develop the weather sealing between the panels mm. and air tightness, yeah. um, you know, because he wants to make sure you, you can at least sort of stay warm. Oh, what's cool. And I forgot to mention is the um, uh, the water system he's designed. I don't know if this really works or not. But it's essentially an AC system that's going to condense water. So if you're living in a place where you don't have a lot of water, it will generate like two liters a, a hour or something. Yep. Um, and with the benefit that you actually get a built-in fridge. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, his his background was building, I think, a lot of AC type things. So he's like, yeah, I, I know how to do this and make it work. Um, that's- so I, I think that's that's really cool. He's trying to make it, make it sustainable too, so... Um, I, I really like this idea. Um, and two stories, man. That's some, yeah. Some people don't have two stories in their normal houses. So yep. eight hundred is plenty of space. It's like it's like a ten by twenty room is decent. Uh, and having a couple of those on top of each other, and yeah, no, I I think it's fantastic. Yep. So um, so I'm guessing it's uh, it's a back from you too, right? Yes, actually, absolutely back from me. I, I just had an idea. Maybe by the time I get old, he'll have this already built. I'm I'm gonna buy one and just travel the road. Just travel the road. Retired right. person. My I podcast mind, studio like, will be set up in there, and we'll be just that's good. See, right? that's what I would love. I, I wouldn't even mind getting the, the getting the plans and thinking about okay, how do I turn this into something that's like <laughs> 200 square foot, like you know, like shed size that still does the exact same like build and unfold. But I could, I could be like, okay, I'm gonna move this over here and have a a summer like snow cone shack. And then I'll fold it up and take it home, and it'll be an ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Think, I love it. Think of how easy it would be to light that, because it's all glass. Right? <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's great. All right. So now it is time for our sack of the week. Do uh, it! Um, so this is, this, is, this is a great one. Um, Drew, I, I would, I, I'm, I'm fairly safe to say that you and I, we work in the digital media world, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're digital natives. Um, what do you think is missing in the digital world, especially with these YouTube stars coming up and arising? Um, I feel like we're missing. <laughs> we're not a, missing a anything. print no, magazine we're... that talks about these digital stars. No, no. <laughs> you need a print magazine that talks about our digital stars. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's so. That, that's the whole goal of Tubed Magazine is a zine. Oh, I, is it zine or zine? I think it's Zine, but still yeah. tubed. Yeah, a Zine created with international YouTubers. Um, so, okay, sure, you, it's a wild idea. All right, right. Um, 
But that's not why this is the sack of the week. The reason this is the sack of the week, first of all, I find it ironic. Somebody who wants to make a zine that doesn't have a video talking, uh, you, you know. <laughs> it's a zine about people who make videos, yet you don't have a video. Uh, <laughs> there's a little irony um, yes. on that. But what worries me more is when you start reading the descriptions that he puts down. <clears throat> so I'll be like, have you ever had an idea, question mark? An idea which you think you could turn into something amazing, something that you have a passion for, and something that many people would love? I would. Can I note that that sentence did not co- start with a capital letter? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something about getting a magazine. It's different from reading online magazines and Twitter feeds. Again, it's this next sentence. It okay. takes takes me back to when I was a kid and was excited for my mom or dad would buy me a bundle of happiness I know would it be filled with amazing pictures and stories, even interviews and competitions. I feel like this is a run-on sentence, as it probably is. <laughs> and that's what I want you all to feel again. Wow, comma, splice city. Flipping each page to something interesting and something that you... That's the end? Something that you... That you, that yeah. Something that you. No period, by the way. Um, yeah, most of this description is like that. Um yeah, I just I just think Tubed is such a horrible choice for a name of a magazine. Tubed yeah, it, is like it kind of sounds like a dirty, doing, dirty magazine. Yep, <laughs> yep. I'm gonna be reviewing KY Jelly and Astroglide. Like Tubed is just just stretch. Yeah, it's just and, and, and the fact that you didn't proofread your own Kickstarter article <laughs> yeah, and you want to make a magazine, <laughs> I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> and, oh, and and really, as like a digital zine, like you can't. Like I mean, as a, as a print magazine, you can't connect to anything. You can't link out to anything. You could yeah. be like, "Hey, t- today's interview is with this international Just star." Type out www. <laughs> YouTube. Type it in YouTube to watch his stuff, and forward, here's what he's talking about. Yeah, forward slash user forward slash. I mean, okay. My my guess my guess is that he would probably like the interviews that he would get would probably just be like him writing exposés on these on these YouTubers because I don't see any of them being like. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do an interview and send you some photos. Like he's gonna yeah. grab screenshots and. Well, he's already grabbing screenshots. You can tell from these pictures. These are yeah. these are screenshots. Um, you can see the rough edges on the side of the magazine. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so this is hilarious. Yeah, uh, I, I dear just, Jay, I wish you luck. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, and this is this is one of my pet peeves. Um, if you're gonna do a crowdfunding project on a magazine, please edit your stuff and proofread it if you're gonna do a music kickstarter embed a sample of at least one of your songs or and if you're gonna do a movie at least have a sample of what you can do right right have some sort of video that is good audio good picture good message yes this is true yeah and i I just don't I, i mean zines there's probably a market out there but i mean you look at the big guys the times and the Pretty much anybody in the news news world right now, they're they're struggling because that print media thing, um, it's not doing so well. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 needs to evolve. This would be a fine blog. It would be a great blog with. I wouldn't call it tube still, but it would be a great like thing. Would be online and say, hey, I've I've done a handful of interviews and I've collected them here, and and this is like. You know, a weekly or a monthly uh, installment of, of 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 a layout, you know, 
I just, I don't know. I, I do love turning the next page and figuring out what's next. This is just, this is, yeah. Yeah. I and, don't see this going and anywhere. The, the thing is, like, he doesn't really tell you what's going to be in the magazine. But then I'm noticing now as you look at the projects, um, it's like one of them's Tubetastic. Get a copy of Tubed Issue 1 and your name on the ad page in the zine. Receive digital package of images from the photo shoot in issue one. So I'm guessing. Oh, there's he, a photo shoot. He, there's a photo shoot involved somewhere, but it's not mentioned anywhere else. There's an ad page. We're so selling ads to other people, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Uh, um, okay. Uh, let me know how that ad model works on print media. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. Like, good luck, buddy. But I mean,. That's if we can learn anything from this, please proofread your projects, especially if you're gonna do a, like a book or something. Here's the other. Here's the other thing on this one, and, I, and then I'll be done. But I feel like uh, he's got one backer. It backed like ten bucks. If if this was really what you were going to do, and and it were a legitimate like, yes, I want to have a print magazine. Would you not already like we talk about have your crew ready to go on day one of your launch? And that crew could be every one of these YouTubers. Hey, guys, I want to run this zine by you. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. great if you're willing to be in it. Can you help me on day one of my launch to promote it to all of your – I mean these are yeah, people yeah, with giant just, audiences. Yeah, Wouldn't just, you peg them and be like, hey, guys, help me launch this and then do an interview with Yeah, because right? be like – because I could see the YouTube video. Hey, guys, how you doing today? I wanted to tell you about this Kickstarter project starting. They've asked me to be in issue one, but it only can happen if you guys help back it. That would roll it for, like that would make it happen if he had any connection with these YouTubers and they were able to like quickly be like yes we'll do it for you. That's that's what's missing here. There, yeah. There's a potential because there's a giant audience with international YouTubers. Mm-hmm. That and um, I also feel that he's missing a huge market by not emailing Night Twenty to be oh, on the cover man. page. Like if you were on I the would... cover page, boom, instant yep. instant goal hit right there. Yep, how I have 26 subscribers. <laughs> No, I'm up to like 400 something, but they're they're all foreign guys that want to learn how to cut in Final Cut. <laughs> Which is surprisingly, side note, totally that my my Final Cut course on Udemy, we've talked about it once or twice. Uh-huh. You know, yep. the one that I, I what uh, recently in the last two weeks or so, Final Cut got upgraded with a new UI. Yeah, and in that time, I've had far more hits on my course which is now doubly outdated because i think i built that when it was like 10.1 and now it's 10.3 like seven versions ago so it's like wait guys don't 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 pay for it yet i've still got to freshen it anyway side note sorry yeah. tube magazine yeah now you've reminded me i actually do need to update final cut and figure out what's going on now because it's really it's really cool they made it all look like seven so i, I Anyway, <laughs> they did. They they played with the icons, and it's much more. It's, it's still sexy and good. Yep, you got to do it. Yep. Anyways, guys, so that is our episode for today. If you have any sacks of the week you want us to mention, or any projects or kick shouts, or you just want to, you know, compete against me to think how awesome Drew is, shoot us an email, <laughs> kickcast at ktdata.net, or you can leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or on the tweeters at kickcast for the show at night 20 for the musings and the brilliance that comes from the one and only drew tyler yep. um and at kt data for stupidity um yeah i'm not even lying half my recent posts have been about pokemon moon and how i've been naming all my pokemon dumb names um <laughs> <laughs> of course you can go see previous episodes uh show notes and all the all the good stuff at kickcast.net and we always enjoy it when you watch live rev is in the chat room right now um that will usually be on connectcast.tv slash ktdata 
um, or just pay attention to their social media channels. It's all linked there. Um, Drew, you got anything to plug before we go? Uh, not a, not at all. I'm gonna eat some turkey and enjoy my Thanksgiving, and it's gonna be rocking. Yep. So yeah, happy. So for all you guys in the U.S., um, happy Thanksgiving, Drew. I hope you get you know lots and lots of good yummy food because I no, think I, I will. Because really, my whole goal is to eat, play video games, and um, get ready to spend lots of money on Black Friday because that's oh, the true that's holiday. Right. That is the that's true right. Holiday. Yep. All right, my friends, we will see you in two weeks, which is December something, um, <laughs> December 6th, 2016. And, you know, maybe Drew will, Santa will show up or something. I have no idea. Who knows what we're going to do? It'll be fun. But until then, my friends. Bye. Ciao, ciao.